Well, tell me about your week. How was your week? You know, my week has been very busy. Um, I, as you all know, I um, there's Facebook. As you all know, I've just uh, relaunched and reopened my salon. And, you know, I've been crazy busy this weekend. So God is good, um, you know, but um, I'm excited to be here having this conversation this morning. It's early, but it's a, a great time to be alive in today's time because you know the year 2020 has knocked a lot of people off of their feet so for us to be alive and well mm -hmm. is a, a blessing absolutely absolutely can you see me i see you just fine and you sound great over there too how exactly. was your weekend it was it was a very busy weekend i actually uh got a lot done um i've been uh you know, doing some some volunteer work, and also you know just trying to, you know, be a hand up instead of a a handout. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, making plans for uh, you know greater things. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, I want us to get a plan of a brunch. I want us to you know, do like a, not a virtual brunch. It could be like three or four of us. And I want us to, you know, be a blessing to somebody. I think that'd be nice. You think? I absolutely think that'd be nice. I was like, now, no. look, I, I was wondering about you because see, you got your hands full. Yeah, I do. I have my hands full and, you know, the kids are about to go back to school, you know, and speaking of, I know that there are a lot of moms and a lot of fathers out there who are struggling with the decision as to whether they send their kids back to school. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's a very hard decision to make. And I, I remember hearing that down in the Marietta area that one of the educators, or it may have been an assistant principal or something like that, has already tested positive for COVID. So, you know, I'm hoping that some of those moms are listening this morning or even with the replay so that they can get some type of encouragement. Now myself, I'll be homeschooling four kids on four different educational levels. So, you know, I'm super Well, mom. listen, you, are, you have been an encouragement to some moms out there because I was looking at the news and they were talking about how people are actually trying to find tutors because they are not, they don't feel that they are ready to right. move into that position. And then you right. got something of making choices between working and going to school. How do you feel about that? What a yeah, choice well, Right, it is. Um, and I, I actually have had to let, um, I had to quit a job working for the school so that I could uh, accommodate my children. Um, I just say, hey, you know, for the moms who are recognizing that they, or feel that they're not equipped um, you know, honestly, I feel like we're a lot more equipped than we think, um, because there are a lot of resources out there. Um, so I just, I just want to give a little encouragement to the mom, you know, I know it's hard and I know it's going to be a difficult challenge. You know, last year during virtual learning, I, I thought I was going to lose every piece of hair in my head. Um, it wasn't that long to go. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I, I would say, I don't know if I can do this. You know, but I, I made it through. And, you know, the kids, they critique us and they let us know how unequipped oh, yes, we are. So, you and know, I want my you. teacher. Right. They can pay to your teacher. Yeah, like, you like talking mm, about. not the business, <laughs> not the business. So I, I, I definitely understand the fear that parents are, 
are going through, you know, but we are going to get through this together. Yeah. We are, you know, and I'm hoping that for the parents who are lacking or who feel like they're not equipped, you know, I encourage the parents to just link up or to connect with another parent who is doing the same thing. And, you know, y'all will figure it out together. So, oh, wow. That's very encouraging. And that's what Motivational Monday is all about. We want to motivate and inspire. We want to give answers to questions that you may have. And we know that right now, this education thing, you know, being a, uh, actually teaching your kids at home, having to decide whether or not to send them to school, if that's an option, or you teaching them um, by way of, you know, uh, virtual is is something that's heavy on the hearts of, of a lot of people and i think you are a great person to talk about uh lady because you are gonna do that this year you are right. also pair pair pro right right now so, so what i was doing was i was a teacher's assistant or paraprofessional in a, a behavioral class so yeah well you've really got some tolerance right now because if you were dealing with behavior children so it's not going to be like a like a like a really crazy transition for you lady because right. you were already dealing with you know uh challenging children with behavior issues to some degree and you know your children they're just children they have energy and and bless god you have had them active and doing so many different types of activities and they're on a schedule too yeah. so it's just a matter of you balancing the time yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think you know. that's key for um success. I think it's it's a um a key to um to just to get back in that routine and that schedule, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I don't I know, well, I'm just gonna be honest. Like my kids, they <laughs> 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, when they think we're asleep, I hear them in the cabinets in the kitchen, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm sure that other parents um are dealing with the same thing of them being off a of schedule. But you know, I just encourage parents to do one step at a time, you know, take your time, give yourself a break. Don't grade yourself so hard, you know, and when you mess up, start over again, you know? Well, you know, there's going to be a number of children that fall through the crack. I know that we're talking about this kind of educational piece right now, where actually that's actually going to be a subject that we really, really dive into uh, next um, Monday. But I won't I wanted us to brush over it anyway, because there are some children that start school um, this week. And right. actually there's some parents that have already started the virtual learning today. And my personal assistant is one of them. She's not here with me today. Right. Because she had to be at home, you know, to, and she has uh, four, three children. So it's like, if there are not parents that are committed and have the option of doing what Marquita has not been here and have to be there to take care of her children and 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 she still keep her job. There's right. a lot of parents is facing some stuff this morning. And what about them that can't afford, that that uh don't even um have the 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 technology? They don't have the 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 uh the house or the space to teach right. children, lower income families, you know what I'm saying? We're talking right. about children that are being left behind and falling through the cracks. Right. Well, I, I do want to highlight, um, I do want to highlight the fact that most schools are giving children um, laptops to check out. Okay. Um, and I think the state of Georgia too has approved something to where they're going to 
have internet service that's going to be free. Um, so check into that, like wherever you live at, so that you have that option. Also, I want to make it very clear too that um, no matter, like me, we have a small home right now. We have not yet purchased, but guess what? You can make any uh, any space, whether small or big, work. You know, and I'm sure that you may even have the resources in your home. You know, I because I, I don't want the parent who doesn't have the big space or who doesn't have the extra money to go out and buy posters and all this stuff. I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to be encouraged and know, look, whatever you have, make what you have work. And um, and then there are some parents who don't have that choice to uh, homeschool their children. They have to work. And so I want to send out a special prayer for those parents as well, because, you know, that's a hard thing. Just because they're not able to take their kids out of school doesn't mean that they don't have the desire to, but you have to choose as to whether pro to provide for your children or you know, to keep them at home. And so a special prayer out for those people. I'm blessed to um, to have this salon and I'm blessed mm -hmm. to have a great husband who provides well as also, so. Right. What would you say to the ones that, um, that they don't, they don't really have the, 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 the choice. You mentioned that there was some, um, some resources that are going to be available to certain ones for, you know, computers and things like that, right? Right. Well, now, I hear from the president that if children don't return back to school that and, and teachers don't return, that they're going to lose funding. So if there are schools that are mandated for the students to return and the teachers to return, does that uh, government assistance or that funding or that resource, does that apply to someone that said, well, you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm not sending my child to school to get sick. Right, and I think so it's important. So I think it's important to know your options because from my understanding, all schools are given that option as to whether to do, um, to do the online or virtual academy or to do in school. And I know Cartersville City is doing a hybrid where they go two days a week. And then, and what they're doing is they're taking a through whatever letter uh, will come on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then let's just say F through Z is going to come on Tuesdays, I mean, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So they haven't worked out. Um, but here's my thing. I think that number one, no president, not 45, not nobody is going to make me decide or tell me what's more important for my children. So I encourage the parents to speak up to stand up and to chew. If your heart wants to keep your babies at home, you do what you have to do. Um, I do feel, you know, my heart goes out to the educators who don't have that choice. You know, they may, I have a client who is a semester away from um, retiring and she is petrified. She was like, you know, I just want to make it out alive. And so the, the teachers, from my understanding, they're having to do wills as a part of their contract, right. renewal contracts. And so they don't get the choices, but oh, how awesome would it be if the teachers stood together in unity and refused to go back? Because this virus is so unpredictable and people are dying and the numbers are climbing high. And, you know, really the power is in their hand. There's power in unity, you know what I'm saying? 
Yes. So um, I know it's hard, but see, you got educators who have mortgages, who have bills, who have children in college and I stuff. I was about to say that too. You know, and they, they're really stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know? So it's, it's really un unfortunate, you know? So if you do have to send your children back to school, you know, make them wear masks. You know, it's not mandated, but as a parent, if you care. It's not mandated? It's not mandated here. They have a choice with the county and with the city. Um, but, you know, here's my thing. I worked in a classroom where they were kicking, biting, spitting, hitting, and all of those things. And so I already know that they were not going to wear masks, but they get to decide. So as a parent, you have to tell your children, wear your mask give them hand sanitizer anything that's going to help the kids stay safe you know um and the and the educators because what happens when one child has been exposed or when there's one positive and everybody in the classroom the 20 plus kids and the educator has been exposed and then they go home and the educator exposes her family and the 20 kids expose their family then what so it's a it's you know, and I, a lot of educators have gone back for um, for training and some are already testing positive. What? So it's my prayer that God shut this thing down before it even opens up. Mm -hmm. We have one, I think we have an assistant principal somewhere around in this area who has tested positive. And you know what? The thing about it is, is that there are teachers and administrators that are, they are really, really, really afraid. They really are. They are yeah. really afraid. But guess yeah. what? There's been another arrow shot at them to keep, to make them think about whether or not they want to do this. Unemployment, the $600 amount added to the, the uh, weekly amount you were approved for ended Friday. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to take away income from the home. Look at the look at the ones that depended on that money for their rent. I read that there are going to be 40 million households affected. 40 million households affected by right. them not coming to a decision to extend that $600. Right, because that's income for people that are not working, and they're still in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands right. still applying for unemployment. So right. you know that's going to affect the children uh, for school because they're being transitioned. The right. teen community has increased like you would not believe. You know what the teen community is right. Right, absolutely. Have increased, I have a nonprofit. We used to service them. They have increased like you would not be. Leave. Right. And, and we so, have a lot of people that are on the street. Right. And so I, I think that it's important for us to refocus, you know, as as mommies, as fathers, as encouragers, as whatever you are, I we, let's not focus on the negative because you become so overwhelmed with what if and and what I won't have. So guess what? We are going to get through this together. And I keep saying that because I'm encouraging myself too. Um, uh, I will say that I did hear about, uh, my mom was telling me about a resource that's available to parents um, for EBT or food stamp um, 
benefits. And she was saying that there's going to be a one-time approval for each child in the home to receive 260 some odd dollars worth of food stamps. So That's great, if man. you have per child, so tap into that resource too. Um, if you don't man. have school supply for your children, um, I encourage you to reach out to one of the local nonprofits where you live at. And um, a lot of them have extra book bags and supplies and stuff. We'll try to find that information for you so that um, you can tap into those resources. And then I know that there are grant, there's grant money out here too to help parents who are having to, um, to teach their kids at home. There's all kinds of grant money. So we're going to find a way to, to make the rest of 2020 a success. Um, there are so many things that are, that are against us but we're going to go against the grain and we're going to be okay. We are, we're going to be yeah. fine. I'm even opening up my, um, for parents, not wait, let me fix that. Cause I don't want, I don't want 12 right. parents knocking on my door. <laughs> but, right, um, right. But, uh, like my kids are different ages. So I have committed to reaching out to a mom with a child, the same age as one of my children okay. and saying, Hey, if I need to get them on Monday and Wednesday, I can do that and vice versa. So connect with another parent because the key is to have a support system, a strong support system. That's what's going to make the difference. So we encourage anyone that uh, has the space, has the time uh, to connect with some people that may need their help. Is that right? Because see, right. At, 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 uh, at Revealing Hill Podcast we are. We want to reveal the the truth and the reality of, of what is taking place, but yet we don't want to leave you bleeding. We want to give you resources and tips and tools. You have to be aware of what's going on. You can't be close-minded. You can't be like, I don't want to hear that, you know, or that's negative. It very well may be, but we got to help each other. Truth got to be revealed so that we can heal. So- we definitely want to shout out to anyone that is listening this morning. Help someone. If you have the resources, if you have the space, if you, you know, have the courage, reach out and help other uh, parents that are needing, you know, uh, assistance with teaching their children. This, can, this is a scary situation right here, honey. When it comes to the ones that are less educated, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of grandparents that are raising their grandchildren. Right. So right. we want, it's like, let's become a, 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 a unified foe. Let's become a village of helpers. Right, right. You know? So what we need to do is we need to be sure to post um, some information, you know, on the page right. Right. so that we can uh, get some volunteers. We need for y'all to to reach out to us, reach out to Relationship Lounge podcast and reach out to Deborah Brad Montgomery Facebook page and Ashley Rogers Facebook page. You can PM or DM us if you have resources, if you would like to volunteer, if you'd like to offer your help. Y'all, we have, we've got to become a village of helpers and a safety net. Don't you agree? Right, right. And you know, there, um, so two things. There are retired educators who are in our community. Also, tap into the college students because a lot of the college students um, for the grandparents who are raising their children or for just the parent who is not 
tech uh, technology savvy. Okay, so a couple of ideas you can do or things you can do. Find someone who is maybe a junior or a high school student. They know all about it. Find a college student. Um, there's a huge community of college students here. Um, if you're unaware of some college students, ask around, y'all. Ask around so that you can get the help that you need. Um, and reach out to uh, some of the retired educators. Reach out within your church. You know, ask your pastors if they know of anybody who would be willing to help, assist, or to tutor. It doesn't have to be an everyday thing, but if you know that you have a resource once a week or twice a week, then that would be of some great assistance. And then one thing that I'm very proud of within our community and really all over is that people are tapping into their gifts that they never, never tapped they into. And so there are a lot of things that you can do with your hands. There are a lot of things that you can make, you can sell. So for the ones who are dealing with job loss or unemployment, you know, think, just take a moment and think about what what are some things that you can do? You know, I I went in a store and they sell nails. Like who had a dream to sell, to have a store selling nails, but it's a successful business. So I want you to take that small thing that you have and I want you to find some kind of way for it to help make you some money. You can go online and sell stuff. You can come to your local different places. And one thing that we're working on in the shopping center that, um, where I am, we are actually in the heart of the black community. And we're working on putting together a black market once a month for black owned businesses, different businesses, not just black owned businesses, but it's centered around the black business for you to come up to get a vendor's table to sell your items to make your own money black farmers. We have the food trucks coming out. Everybody is welcome music. We're still working on planning that but we're going to try to do that once a month. So that, you know, that can help with people's income as well. So just tap into your resources. You know, I was thinking, you know, since, you know, there is a great commodity of extra stuff that we have these days, such as clothing, apparel. Uh, it's just so many things that we are not using. Right. Some we won't ever use again. I think that's an, um, I think that's an option to... Uh, uh, you know, uh, have when it comes to making, you know, extra money, you know, you can uh, sell uh, mildly used clothing for children and adults alike, you know, what you right. actually, we have stuff yeah. uh, as a people, we have stuff, we have dishes and we have furniture and we have, we have stuff that we don't need, that we're not using, won't use ever again, yeah. or have more than enough. To where we could use that as an income, you know what I'm right. saying? Because you, you have a more, you have more. Somebody says less, and then there's some that don't have any. So right. we have a lot of options. Right, you can sell on marketplace here on Facebook. Yes, um, you know, furniture, shoes, whatever. You know, like there. Figure out a way because guess what? At some point, like this is not the first time that this world has been in the, the condition, you know, 1918, the Spanish flu was here. And this, it, to me, this is like a mirror of what 1918 was, mm -hmm. you know, but they got past it. And so that's the encouragement for me to know that from 1918 to 2020, they got past it. Mm -hmm. We're going to get past this, this um, thing too, you know, so well, I'm encouraged as a believer. Yeah. You know, right. I'm encouraged 
says a believer. It's someone right. that pray and seek God for direction that it will be well. I believe that it's an opportunity for us to self-evaluate, for us to look inside of ourselves, because if it's any self, uh, selfish, self, selfishness in you, this is a good time to detox because we need some selflessness taking place. You know, we really, it's, it's really going to take a community to heal. You know right. what I'm saying? Because right. a lot of times fear try to set in and you'll be like, well, you know, I got to take care of mine. And then of course you got to take care of you, but no, for real, for real, no. this, it, I'm, I'm, I keep saying it takes a village. And I grew up hearing that as a child and yeah. I seen where it worked, honey. Because I remember a time when you had people looking out for you, and if you did something wrong, they tanned your hide and then told your mom and daddy they did it. And it was cool. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. People really cared. Uh, yeah. I'm not suggesting that anyone do that, but I think we should be proactive. We should be, you know, looking out, you know, and speaking in love. Don't just watch somebody suffer when you can. Right make a difference. Don't be concerned about whether or not it's, you know, you're going to lose what you're giving because if you're giving out of your heart, right, you're not losing. If they don't right. do right by it, you ain't got nothing to do with that. It's just like their problem. An offering. You, right. you don't know what's been used, what the money's been used for. You don't know right. the, 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 uh, the business of the church. So you don't even know where these different coins are going, but you need to be, well, you need to be concerned about is the gift. Right, right. And you know, um, I also want to encourage older moms um, or more seasoned moms to reach out to a young mom who, you know, I, I was in the shop um, a couple days ago and I met this awesome mom and she had her, um, she had three children with her and then she's pregnant, but she was such a great mom and it was such a pleasure to be in her presence, you know, but I had a flashback because... <laughs> I remember how overwhelming it is. Like my babies are, you know, four, six, eight, 11, 19, 11. So I understand. And I remember just being overwhelmed. So I encourage you reach out to a younger mom and see um, what you can do to help because y'all it's people who are losing their minds during this time. It's people who are giving up. It's people who are getting depressed. You know, it's like, it's like when you're running, you start off running fast and then you start to slow up. And so I think that's what's happening to the people now. Okay. We're becoming fatigued. You know, this thing has been around way too long, you know, but brace yourselves because there's more to come. And so go ahead and get your mindset right. You know, and, 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 and if you don't have a relationship with God, find that relationship or whoever you believe in, but I encourage you to find God because he's going to be your strength in times like this, you know, and just don't think about the negative. Don't think about all the bad stuff. Find a way to, to look and see what your blessings are, right? Because there's a good thing that comes out of every bad thing. And I just simply believe that, you know, that's a fact. That's a fact. fact. As while we're acknowledging, you know, what's before us, it is so important to, uh, see the good because we understand that man is wicked, right? Right. But the word of God tells us that the Lord created it and it was good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that means that even in the meanest person, that's a good in them. Yeah. 
So with everything that is going on, it's not all bad, even if we can't see the good. You know, it's like it is a twinkle of light that's going to burst open. And I think it's an opportunity for everybody to become unified, as I stated before, and come together. Right. I do believe this thing is bigger than we, bigger than us. Right, right. And, you know, I think it's um, now is the time to activate the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you for all believers. You know, God put us here to be the light, to be the salt. And, you know, we've been going to church you know, Sunday and Mondays and Wednesdays. And now it's time, it's time to practice what you have heard in church. You know, I I thought it was, um, I didn't quite understand why people were panicking when the church closed, you know? And I was like, I don't know about y'all, but I actually asked God for a break. And it's not to forsake the assembly. It's just that y'all are, you know, some things, some of that extra stuff is just not called for, but I asked for a break. But people were panicking because people did not have their own relationship with God. And a lot of times people are relying on the pastor or the leaders in the church or the head deacons, and they don't have that relationship with God for themselves. But guess what? God's grace and his, his mercy allows us another chance and opportunity to get it right. So in times like now, I dare you to rebirth, uh, to to bring up whatever it is that God has placed inside of you, rebirth that relationship with God that you've had before or that you want to start with him. Like, y'all, times are hard, but we're going to make through this. Just want to well, make that clear. Absolutely correct. I believe that that very well could be one of the things that are taking place for us to begin again because it ain't. this is not the first time things have just been a disaster in order for us to recognize who our creator is and to give him praise and glory. You understand? Right. Because um, whenever your relationship with God is, uh, uh, um, you know, built upon someone else, like a grandparent or a parent or whomever it may be, and then the Lord take them home, you either live or you die too. So it's like, we really got to take notice we really got to look at this thing as, on a personal level. I'm really beginning to see that, for real, for real. Because at the end of the day, this is a personal salvation and you got to take care of you. And it's like, when you're out of the picture, you leave the people you love behind, whether you tap out mentally and emotionally or physically. Either way, right. it's like whoever loves you and try and holding on, and, 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 and depending on you, got to figure it out. Right. So I believe that this is a great opportunity for us to do, as you stated earlier, to tap into potential that we didn't know we had, to just get it, just, just move forward on some things and sit back and watch God. Right. Because right. I believe it is going to be better than it ever was, but it's going to take us all as a together. people. Yes. I don't believe that it's God's will for us to be, uh, you know, separated and divided. I, I just don't believe that, you know, right. love is supposed to be one love. You know what I'm saying? God's right. love. Right. So right. rebirth. Okay. Okay. As a matter of fact, our guest is in New Mexico and she's not able to get through. So we might not even get to talk with her because she's, 
somewhere where it's not allowing her to get through, but the that word rebirth, mm-hmm. that I, is I love so, it. That that is so uh a big deal today. Right. That right. works. And I and I believe that um I believe in um God having things to be the way he want them. And it may not be his will for her to tap in with us this morning, but that doesn't mean that the great discussion um will not be had. But I, I think um you know, today and this morning is a great opportunity for us to talk about exactly what we're talking about concerning, you know, the struggles that parents are going through. And what about, we have a lot of teenagers too, who are dealing with depression, who are dealing with um, all kinds of things. Kids deal with depression too. And it's not even, it doesn't necessarily have to be a mental illness thing. It could be, man, I haven't seen my friends man, I had a great teacher this year and now I was just suddenly taken away from her. You know, they deal with rejection. They deal with a lot of things. And I think a lot of um, kids who are too young to understand what's going on because it's hard for us adults to understand. But I think that the kids in a sense have felt a sense of rejection because they had a teacher one moment and then they had to go, they went home and nobody knew. And so I think that it's it's important for parents, like I'm always turning cartwheels and stuff like my kids, they wear me out, mm. but I try to keep them busy and I try to keep their minds off of what's going on or, you know, just for a moment, not all the time, but, um, so I encourage the parents too to just, you know, get on the floor and color with your kids or go ride bikes with your children or go to the park, just something because just like parents need to de-stress, children need to de-stress too. You know, you may not have the money or the resources, but I'm telling you, y'all, we used to play with the water hose. I'm just saying, like, you got to figure mean, it out. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? You just also uh, stirred up some uh, some thoughts uh, regarding uh, ways to um, make things work as well in me because You know, I'm thinking that the parents, the guardians, you know, consider that teachers and administrators were spending more time with your children than you. Consider that husbands and wives were going in one door and another one's coming out another. So it's like, it's it's, it's been a divide in the family for a long time. And of course, it wasn't intentional. It's just how the system was set up, right? Right. And I believe that due to this pandemic, that's the good that's happening that ain't nobody talking about. I love it. I love it. I love being able to- It's like, oh, you like red. Oh, I didn't even know you had a birthmark on your nose. You know, (laughs) I use you every day, but I'm not seeing you. But all of a sudden, now that things are still, I'm recognizing things that I should have known about my husband or I should have known about my children. Because when you know you start sending them to uh, daycare and things of that nature when they're, when they're young, what is it? You never spot on their body. And if they come back in something, if, if there's a different spot or there is a spot, you got a question. No, that's right. not uh-uh. Right. You know? So I'm, I'm glad you said that because... Um there is a good in every bad. And so um, I just want to share that, um, you know, 
I'm I'm grateful that the world stopped turning so fast because I love to be able to smell the air. I love to be able to hear the birds chirping and the children outside playing. And I love that I'm not just, I'm, I'm able to cook breakfast for my children and my husband. And I love those things. I love to bake, you know, I love to do those things. And so, you know, a lot of people have been challenged um, because they are having to spend so much time with their kids, y'all. But use this time to pour into your children. Use this time to pour into your mates to, to rekindle whatever it is that you have. And then some things that I'm going to do, um, some ideas for some parents who are going to stay at home with their children. We're going to learn about gardening. We're gonna um, we're gonna build our own crates and start planting food. Um, we're gonna um, do multiple things. We're gonna ex explore art and painting. We're going to um, learn about financial literacy. You know all the things that the school don't teach your children. Use the time of virtual learning to insert those things, those life. Um, lessons that they need. My children are going to take a gun safety class, even if it's with a water gun or even if it's with a Nerf gun. I want them to learn the things that they need to learn in order to be effective adults when they grow up. Because we're not raising them to be kids. We're raising them to be adults one day, you know? That is correct. That is correct. And you know something? There's a lot of, of, of a lot of mistakes that's been made uh, uh, because we have depended upon others to do our job. To raise our so children. It's like you work, you send your child to school. I heard many times, you, they ain't teaching you nothing in school. No, we Boy, is this what they teach you in school? Teach so your kids like at home. Time, come on. Uh, for a long time, administrators and teachers have been saying it starts at home. So it's like we're supposed to help aid what you have begun. You know what right. I'm saying? You don't look to us to raise your children. But right. guess what? Parents have, because that's the kids are in are with them seven to eight hours out of a day. Right. And right. Some, when they come home, their parents don't show up to like two or three hours later. So the only time that the kid gets to see the parent is maybe a few minutes before bed. You know right. what I'm saying? And a lot right. of times the parents have been tired, been too tired to help with homework, too tired to 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 to, 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 to fix dinner. Girl, and look, can you see one thing? Now? One God thing, curious ways. I love it. One thing I forgot to mention is use this time too to teach your kids their history. Mm. Use the time to teach your kids their history. Explore like we we have got some amazing history. Tap into that. But I think too, one thing that came to mind when you were talking is accountability. Parents are being mm. held accountable for mm. their children, mm. and I love it because guess what? I bet you didn't know Lil Ray Ray was the way he is, you know, then, because Lil Ray Ray know how to turn it. You like, no, not mine. Why you, you know, know how to you turn don't it on? But two hours out of the day, right, right. So I, uh, you know, as, there's some good in every bad. You know, use this time to uh, correct those behaviors that they have picked up. You know, because it ain't. It's not always the educator who is tripping on your children. Sometimes it's your children who are tripping on the educators. And so I encourage you, you know, pay attention. And those behaviors that, that your children may have, I've been doing it. I'm not afraid to say that I have been correcting some negative behaviors within my children. Use this time to correct some negative behaviors. And then, you know, use this time to build your children too. Because like I mentioned on another podcast that 
you know, my son, I realized that he learns totally different from the girls. You know, I'm going to use this time to build his academic confidence, to build his, well, he has plenty of confidence as far as sports and everything else, but find what your children's weaknesses are and build on them, though. I think this is the perfect time to just do that. All that you're saying is true because I have read reports where parents have been so fickle and so frustrated because they cannot send their children back to school. There have been times in the past when there have just been holidays and their parents would be like, I cannot wait for school to start back. I cannot wait till vacation is over. I cannot wait till summer, you know, uh, 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 break is break over, is fall over. break is over or whatever, because they were so tired of dealing with their children. And right. then they complain about feeding them, eating them out of a house and a home. See, it's a lot of things that parents have had to adjust to that they have not even dealt with or, 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 you know, or had to deal with for many years. It's just totally brand new. So anytime yeah. change takes place, anytime there's change, it's a disruption. Well, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't feel good. You feel what I'm saying? You so know what I say to parents? You know what I say to parents who, who feel that way? Suck it up. They your babies. Take care well, of them. You better. It's a lot of them that feel that way. I promise you. I read a lot of commentary. I read a lot of news, and I'm just out trying to get information because we're there's we're all different, right? And a lot of times people, uh, uh, it's the way they were raised, and then when it's a certain habit that you have formed over the years, and you don't see nothing else but that way that you've been doing it. Man, you can see why kids act out. You can see why, you know, they have adapted to a certain way because that's what they have witnessed. I'm telling you, this is all happening. Everything that we're talking about is relevant. Right. And that explains the uncomfortableness that people are dealing with. It right. also explains why it's been such a disruption when it comes to parent and uh, child relationships. Listen, I'm checking Deborah. All my kids are grown now. So see, they weren't in this era that's taking place now, but you can best believe best believe I'm having a conversation with my children so that they recognize with their children because they have already been in a for in a in a place where they're used to things. If you're in school, then you're already used to a certain something. So it's just as uncomfortable for you to get out of the to to, pick, to get into a new place, right? Right. So as a grandparent. I'm assisting with that mind change. Right, right. Because it's, it's a mind change first. Because the physical change is not going to be consistent unless it's in the mind. Right. Again, right. it takes a village. Right, yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm grateful for the break. I'm grateful to, I too check myself. I too think about the things that I need to make better within myself when it comes to my parenting when it comes to my children, you know, and I'm realizing that maybe Noah does this because he sees me do it. Or I'm noticing that maybe Bella ain't playing because she don't, she don't see me playing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm recognizing those things in my children that they got from me. And I'm, I'm, I'm humble and I'm transparent enough to admit that some of those things they got, I don't like. How <laughs> and about so, that? You know, but but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with recognizing that and I'm okay with God changing that thing, you know, but, um, and then another point to make is that a lot of children rely on their food from the school. 
And so <clears throat> for the ones who are going back, you know, they'll have that luxury or they'll, ha I won't call it a luxury, but they'll have that food. But, you know, my children, they have a lot of friends and, you know, they may have a friend who comes over and I always offer them food. Y'all do the small stuff like offering your children your children's friends food or, or or making sure they have a book bag i have four extra book bags from a, a book bag drive you know let's pull together let's oh, we definitely do something let's make sure these babies have um what they need and and i think it'll be a really good idea too to ask your listeners if they would like to donate school supplies. That's what so I would, that, thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. So go ahead and take this opportunity to invite anybody that want to, you can they use your, your shop as a drop-off spot? Right, right. So here's the thing. So I usually operate my um, salon uh, by appointment only, but you are welcome. If you have a desire to purchase items for um, a book bag or to fill a book bag, I, Let's fill a book bag and you can absolutely bring it by my shop. All you have to do is send me a private message and I will get, to, I will let you know what time will be good. I will even come and pick the book bags up um, and snacks too. You know, let's help make this a little bit better for these babies, oh, you know, so, um, so that we can, we can heal together. Because oh we, we all have to heal. We're all struggling and dealing with something. And just be the light. Be that change. You can go to the Dollar Tree and you can fill a book bag up. It doesn't have to be expensive stuff. So um, if, if, if you have a desire and if you want to be a part of the change that is necessary right now, then I dare you to fill a book bag up and hit me up and I'll come get it or you can bring it to my shop and we can use it as a location. Also, if you are a parent who uh, may possibly need something, if you need anything, you can inbox one of us. And if we don't yes. have the resources, we will help you find Abs the resources yes, we will. that you Thank need you for, for your children. That. Absolutely, absolutely. Revealing Hill is definitely going to do something. I'm so excited about it. So we want you all to let us know your need. So that way, as the stuff come in, we can know um, how to separate it. And of course, we need information. We need, we need to know how to reach you because I'm excited about this. I'm excited about Revealing Hill doing their part uh, to help the children and the parents. We want to help both of them. I mean, we're just one resource. So we invite others to uh, join with us and what we'll do, guys, we will make an announcement on your behalf. Uh, we need for you to give us your um, uh, your actual email address. And let's do this collectively. We, yeah. If we come together as a, as a unified uh, group, we can do so much more. But I can tell you this much, Revealing Heal, we're going to do, do our part. So that, right. uh, Lady Ashley's uh, shop and her uh, information is just one part. But... Of course, you can reach out to Deborah Bright Montgomery Facebook page. You can also reach out to Relationship Lounge podcast Facebook page. We need for you to reach out so that we can help each other. I'm excited. Right, right, that was and, good. right. And you know, um, if you're if you're a college student, and if if you're a high school student and you need volunteer hours, 
you know, to prepare for your college application or if you're a college student and you need to build your um your resume, um reach out to us because guess what? We can we can set something up to where oh. you can help maybe a, a a guardian who is taking care of their children or a grandmother who's taking care of children. And even if they're not homeschooling, you can still help them with the technology stuff or with um tutoring. And I know that there are uh, quite a few programs um that will allow you to mentor the kids but y'all we we we're just gonna do our part we're gonna pull together resources mm -hmm. within our community so that mm -hmm. when people come to us and they need that help we can give them those resources we may not mm -hmm. have six seven eight nine hundred dollars to pay your rent but mm -hmm. we can give you small resources or we can direct you in a way so that you can find the resources that you need you know mm -hmm. Absolutely. And for anyone that's listening, please drop in the message area how you can contribute or any resources that you may know about. Um, you know, also, you know, um, if you have clothing, certain sizes, I mean, we're talking about any and everything. We want to make sure that such as this um, community of um, uh, that, that the community resource that Danielle mentioned uh, that they're putting together in the plaza, that can also be an, a drop off at that point in time, you know, to be able to send off or release any type of collectives that we uh, are able to collect, like the book bags at that time. If it's during that period, we can give out the book bags. If they, I think revealing here might just get a booth. And That'd be just nice. do that. I think That'd that, be that nice. might be a that might be great. Uh, we could do uh, book bags and maybe some uh, food baskets and different, you know, you can't, I mean, we won't be able to help the whole community, save the whole community. But of course, if you contribute and help us, because we'll do our part, but if you collectively help us, then we can do a whole lot more. What do you think? I think we should do that. Right. And so I think it'll be a really great idea. Um, you know, if, if everybody gives us a chance to sort of pull everything together, because yeah. It'd be nice too if there was like a cash app set up for like for the ones who don't want to donate items or who may not want to go out into the store, especially with the climate of, <clears throat> excuse me, especially with the climate of today. There may be some people who just want to donate a monetary donation. And so well, we, if we a relationship lounge up, has a cash app. Right. So uh, that would be awesome to let mm -hmm. them know that. Um, and, and you can send that, uh, whatever your monetary donation is. And I'm sure that's that, a tax write-off as well right tax write-off and and then you can be sure that the monies will go toward mm -hmm. providing um different stuff uh, for absolutely. the kids absolutely absolutely so we'll be sure to put that information <laughs> out there for you because we know that it's early it's a lot of people that are not a that's not woke so we're going to definitely put uh information on the page so that you can be able to contribute however God lays on your heart to contribute you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this together. Right. Um, I'm excited. So, Lady Ashley, we are down to four, uh, actually six minutes. Right. So, um, <laughs> let the give the people um, a word, you know, to take with them this week. Um. Right. So, for all who are listening, I just want to encourage you to simply take a deep breath. 
And I want to encourage you to, um, instead of focusing on all of the bad things that are going on in this world, I want you to be reminded of the great things that are around you. Take a moment to hear the birds chirping. Take a, a minute to just exhale or inhale the air and just blow it out, you know? Um, I think God wants us to be aware of the awesome things that he's doing in this moment um, because we serve a God who is so awesome that he won't allow these things that are taking place in this world to change his ability or to change his demeanor or to change what he's capable of doing. So I just encourage the mom, the grandmother, the the guardians who are raising these babies to not, don't take your frustrations, your hurt, your pain, your anger out on these babies. I encourage you to seek healing for yourself so that you can help heal these babies as well. So uh, be encouraged to know that we are in this together and we will get through these hard times together and we'll be able to look back and we'll be able to recognize, acknowledge and see the power of unity in all of this. So I encourage you to be the change that you need to see and I encourage you to um, to love on somebody and be the light and the salt of this earth. I totally agree. Uh, I, I believe it's important that for people to understand that we are human and that it's okay um, to, you know, not understand and get it. Ask questions. If you have a need, you know, don't be too proud to ask for help because help is out here. Um, sometimes the help won't be presented. You know what I'm saying? And you may feel overwhelmed like you're doing it all alone. Not really. If you were to ask for help, then help will come. So I encourage you today to know that you are not alone. You are not alone and know that whatever it is that you're going through, we're all going through it together. Some people are just handling it better than others. And it could very well be because they have support or it could very well be uh, because the person is going through it, they've been through it before and they right. learn and they can, and they're, they're just, they're picking up on what they learned from the, the first go round. But just understand that you're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. Just as sure as God is God, you're going to get through it. And you can reach out to Relationship Lounge Podcast. You can DM me as a life coach. I would love to talk to you uh, complimentary if you need me and also pray with you. And of course, you can do the same with uh, Lady Ashley. This is not um, a time for us to gain wealth off of one another's pain. You know, this is a time where we need to show more love than ever. This is a time of gift giving. You understand? Right. Because I believe that love is a gift. Right. And I believe that the blessing is going to come if you sow into people the goodness and the love that's in you because that's what's going to get us through. That's what's going to get us through. And as a parent, we need to sow into each other we need to uh, uh, build a bridge of hope. Let the children see unity between adults talking things out instead of fussing and fighting. You know, let's be that bridge to show the children, you know, that if you don't agree with someone, it's okay to disagree. Right. Because nobody's trying to make you uh, uh, be something that you're not, but it's important that if you believe a certain something, 
it's not cool to force someone to believe it too. If they right. don't believe it, it's okay. Right. Because that's what makes the world so great. Differences, right? Right. 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 So I was looking, I was noticing some motivational good stuff um, early this morning around four o'clock. And one thing I found was whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. That's by Napoleon Hill. So if your mind think it, and that's the word of God. As a man think it, so is he. So that ain't new Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> he just twisted it up. He just twisted it up. Because the word of God says, whatever a man thinketh, right? So it's right. He. So as we get ready to close out, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in to Motivational Monday. New week, new goals. And please forgive us. Um, uh, pray for Rhonda Nita. I think she went on a hiatus because she buried her mom a couple of weeks ago. And this was an opportunity for her to go into a place of solitude. And of course, uh, she wanted to be a guest uh, to talk about the rebirth and the good place that she's in right now. And she wasn't able to come get through it. It's not her fault. So y'all pray for her, her safe return back to Georgia. But until next time, we love you. And we want you to love yourself, love everybody, and be an example. Have a great day.